Hey, you ever see it says a 41-year-old passes away? No one passes away at age 41, bro. You, you, you don't pass away. You might get fucking, like, your head blown off away, you know, or you might get coked away. You might get, you know, speedballed away. No one, oh, he passed away. Like, just tell me it was drugs. Just because... Because until you do, I'm going to assume he got fucked by a horse to death, okay? I'm just going gonna, gonna to come up with all sorts of shit in my head. Passed away. Oh, what do they not want to talk about? On the road again. I can't wait to get on that road again. Life I love is making music with my friends. And I can't wait to get on that road again. Welcome to the Jordan Lear program. Book report, baby. I read On the Road. It's about a beatnik. I always heard that term, I didn't know what a beatnik was. Well, I went to the fucking source, man. This motherfucker made the term, you know? He made this hipster shit, you know? That that whole, that term, oh, God, I've been, I feel like my life's been infested by hipsters my entire life. Going to college, filmmaking kids, fucking hip, moving out to L.A., comedy. And I was wondering what the hipster was. And I, the original hipster was was this motherfucker, Jack Kerouac and his homies, you know, Allen Ginsberg and in 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 the G's, you know? These are the beatnik a bunch of guys who love doing drugs, blowing each other, and saying fuck the war. And honestly they were kind of a bunch of assholes. Whenever I read about it, he he kinda of wrote the weight. They're kind of a bunch of just fucking drunks. Um okay. Well this book is written in nineteen fifty seven by Jack Kerouac, a drunk like like the last guy I read, Ernest Hemingway. Like all the fucking greats, you know, they're all drug addicts. All the great artists. Um, all right. So this book is a is kind of it's fiction, but it's about this dude's life. It's about his road adventures. It's written like a big rambling account of like kind of like the seven years that he basically traveled, hitchhiking, just fucking drinking, palling around with his homies, getting into trouble, hanging, you know. It's basically that. It's basically a big rambling account written fucking like that. Um, what else is this about? Mine was 293 pages. That was the page count. I see some some copies come in 320. Um, what is a beatnik? I figured out what a beatnik was, and I asked some fucking old people. You know, basically it was like a counterculture dude. Basically it was like it was like a homie that was like. Uh, you know, against the grain. The guy's out in the b- bar, and he's not necessarily following the just high school, college, get a job. You know, he dresses a little different, you know. He maybe has different sexual preference, you know. They like they like improvising life, you know. It's like jazz. They love jazz. They love jazz. That's the thing. That's the thing. They're the beatniks luck. Uh, bohemians. They, they search for pleasure. They're on spiritual quests. Okay. So that's what this dude is. And I... I get it, man. Like, I get it. Because I always feel like I'm on a fucking spiritual quest when I travel, you know. I've had a couple journeys across the USA coming out here. What was that? I, came, I first traveled from Michigan to L.A., what is it, 2010? And then I drove back. And then I drove back again the following summer. And then since then, I've driven a car here again, a different, that I got, you know. So I get it, man. You're traveling. And, dude, I... I when I was in when I was in college, I uh, hung out with my buddies had a band and I fucking spent a summer like just piling in this van with these fucking musicians, you know, just like not showering. Yeah, we went we went south. We went all like along through Kentucky down to Alabama, 
top of Florida, Pensacola, over to Texas. You know, we did that route. And I get it, man. You feel like, you know, you're meeting cool people, weird people. You go in different areas. You're like, oh, what's this like? What's going on here? You know, what's the, you know, what's the structure of this place? What's the vibe? You know, what are, you know, are they cool? Are they welcoming? Are they assholes? You know, is it, is it easy to get by? Is it hard jobs? I don't know. What's the weather like? You know, all this shit, you know. Since we're on the subject, you can't beat California. I don't know. You can't beat this shit. Um, so what? So what happens to this fucking book? I'll tell you what happens to this book, okay? About Jack Kerouac. Now he, all the names are changed around, okay? It's basically about him and this guy he calls Dean Moriarty in the book. Dean stands for uh, Neil Cassidy, a real and a fellow beatnik. You know, I don't know why I'm using English accent. I don't know if. British guys are beatniks. I don't claim to know this shit. I don't claim to know all this shit, okay? When I'm saying this shit, I'm figuring it out too, okay? I remember Mr. Burns on Simpsons saying that term beatnik, and I thought maybe Sandy Cohen on the OC used it. I don't claim to know this shit, people. I'm trying to figure it out. This is probably wrong, okay? You better cross-reference this shit. Anyways, Neil Cassidy, who is a fucking big uh, guy who got married a bunch of times, guy who just couldn't sit still. That's who this Dean character is, okay? So kicks off beginning of the book sal who's jack kerouac his character's name is sal though he's uh holy shit i'm back okay the whole fucking thing fell apart anyways where was i this fucking guy sal paradise who is jack kerouac he's about to step off on this fucking journey because he's in new york city okay he's hanging with the crowd the beatniks the fellas just as jack kerouac really was and he he's just fucking enamored by this guy, Dean Moriarty, you know, that, you know, when you're, you're, you see a wild card guy and you're just inspired by them, you're like, I wanna move like him. I wanna fucking, like, just live free. I wanna have that confidence, you know, like, Dean just picks up ladies left and right, just like not even trying, like those guys. I know I look like that. I'm not that, okay? I'm not that. I'm fucking nerd sitting at home, you know, reading Loki comic books and trying to figure out what the fuck a beatnik is, okay? That's me. That's, that's me for real. I, I ain't Dean. I'm more close to Jack. If anybody, okay? So, he's like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm going to meet Dean out in Denver, so I'm going to, like, take a bus or two and see how mu- see if I can take this 50 bucks, basically, and stretch it all the way to Denver. And so, homie does a lot of hitchhiking. I've never hitchhiked. I don't know. Is that still a thing? Is that, is that a thing people do? You know? There's all, like, I know people die doing it. I don't know. He doesn't die. He doesn't do, he doesn't have to suck in anybody's dick either. That's always a thing, right? I don't know. I always heard that. <laughs> so what happens he goes out to fucking denver you know he sees him he gets drunk you know he's hangs this thing is is noted for its spontaneous prose you know and if you're at the fucking jordan lear school of literature you've recently figured out what prose and verses prose is like describing what is happening the action you know the verse is the is the conversation the dialogue you know, and he just rambles. It's a big account. He's like, and this happened. And then all of a sudden we're over here and we're chasing it, man. You know, Jack Kerouac describes this as a book about uh, search for God, about two guys on a road trip searching for God, which is what it is. It's like every time you've, you're traveling, which I, I do this shit too. Every time I'm like out there trying to move around and fucking go from this city, to that city, go home, go not go, go, not go home. That's all. It's always that too. He's always you know, he'll go home, back to New York, back to his family, back to his, you know, to his mom, his aunt. It's like you always got to return there and recharge up. And then it's like, oh, then I, then I can take my chance again. I can spread my fucking wings. You know what I mean? 
So I get it, man. And this Dean Moriarty guy, he follows around. Like, Dean's an asshole. Dean's got this chick knocked up on one end of the continent. And then on the other end, back in New York, like, he's got another one. He's, like, trying to divorce one. He's like, oh, I got it all figured out. I'm with Camille now. But uh, I talked it out with her. Me and Mary Lou, we're going to get a place on the other side of town. And Camille's okay with it. We're going to get the divorce. We're going to get it smoothed over. And, yeah, Mary Lou's okay with it, too. Like, he's just playing all these bitches. And he's like... I don't know. It's fucking crazy, man. But this, he keeps moving around. He can't fucking stop. And Sal, Jack Kerouac, it's just, I don't know. He loves it. He's like, I want to be that guy. So he keeps following him around, you know. Uh, Sal, Sal meets a lady of his own, a uh, cute little little Mexican girl out in California way, like you do. And he, uh, her name's Terry. You know, he's like, oh, maybe we'll make this work. He starts, like, fucking working in the fields with this chick for a few months, you know. To like make ends meet for this tent, you know, because she has a son, and then he's like, "Dude, I can't hack this shit anymore. I gotta fucking, I gotta get back on the road. I gotta get back on the road. Get back on the road." Uh, so he bails on her, goes to find Dean. Um, there's there's some gay sex happening. I don't know. I don't know if it says explicitly that Sal does it, but it's known that like part of the generation they were about exploring different things, and I know Dean. He's he's not just saving that dick for the fucking, you know, ladies. He's giving that dick to other dicks, definitely. Um, here's another thing. In the book, though, they get propositioned by this older guy or something, and Dean tries to, like, bang him for money. And the guy's like, nah, I'm not into it. But I just watched the movie that was made in 2012, okay? Garrett Hedlund plays Dean. i tell you, I think he kind of dropped the ball. I don't know. I, I think it's just miscast. I don't know. So he, he underplays it. But the gay guy, he meets a Steve Buscemi, and he bangs him. And they show him, like, grabbing him. And <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, it's Gay Pride Week. But I'm just, it's it's something. Hey, it got my attention. Gary Hedlund fucking plowing Steve Buscemi. It happened. On screen. On screen. You know. I don't think they really did it. But, you know. Uh, what else? You know, at a certain point, everyone, like, all their group of friends, they're traveling back and forth, coast to coast. They all like hate. They all drop Dean, and I've definitely had friends like this where I'm like, I was their last person they were hanging on to, you know. And then I had to fucking drop them, you know. It happens, and then you go back. I don't know. I'm like him. He says in this book, he goes, I like people that are mad, that are just you know in the head, like have full of madness. I love people that are like crazy. That's why I'm it, dude. That's why. Everything I've ever done. That's why I liked hanging out with musicians when I was like in high school, and then now I'm hanging out with fucking comics and drug addicts and people with PTSD. Like that's who I like. That's who makes me feel like, yeah, we're cha- we're getting it. I don't know, I get it, bro. I get it. You know, I get a little bit of the dean, the fucking chasing love too. Like it's, you know, I'm still, you know, you you, you gotta try and figure yourself out. Okay, what you want? Do you want to be the fucking cowboy? Do you want to fucking, you know? Do you want to settle down somewhere, you know? Who are you going to give your heart to? It's tough, man. Dean takes it overboard. I'm fucking way more, I think, responsible in my life. Dean fuck is knocking up girls left and right, okay? I've had times in my life where I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know what I want to be. But, Jesus, Dean takes it to another level of irresponsibility. Um, it, the last big road trip they go on is they go to Mexico because that's where you got to go to end it. Which, by the way, I never feel fucking safe when I've been there. I don't know. Granted, I've always tried finding drugs with my friends, you know, but so do they. So do they. But I don't know. They uh, they go to Mexico, and basically our main character, Sal, he, like, kind of gets sick. 
he that kind of he like really gets sick, gets a fever and everything. And Dean pretty much bails on him. And he even says in the book, he's like, man, I could tell right then. It took me a while to realize, but that Dean's a fucking rat, man. But he like still likes him. He just gets, but he is, he's like he is what he is. And I get that, man. I've got I've got friends. I to this day I got friends like that where I'm like, man, I love that they are my friend. I love them, and I'm like, I don't know if they would have my back necessarily. You know, everyone always wants to talk about your best friends in the world, how your friends always have your back. But it's like, you know, what reality is a lot of us have great friends that we love and want to spend. You know, if we're gonna hang out, we would spend with that. But they're kind of an asshole. And they kind of put themselves first, you know? You know, this is like the breakup. Vince Vaughn and uh, John Favreau, he always tells them that. He's like, hey, man, you know, we always do what you want to do. You know, it's your way. You know, you always come first. That's the way it is. You know, it's interesting. Um, and then it ends with, like, fucking Sal is trying to, like, settle down. He's got a chick in New York. And fucking Dean shows up. And he's got another car. He's like, let's fucking road trip again. Or, you know, he doesn't have a car. He wants, wants a ride. He goes, hey, man, let's, let's fucking hit the road. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. And Sal's like, nah, man. Fuck. It's like, how many times are we just going to drive and drive back and fucking get drunk in bars and try and fuck chicks? Like, it's, you know, I get it's fun. It's, it's good. Hey, 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 hey. It's fun. But um, I don't know. The gig's up. The gig's up. It's a little much, dude. He's like, you got kids. Fucking get in there. Do that. If anything, maybe I'll take a solo one with my girl. I don't need this fucking... I don't know. Uh, that's that. Dude, this was like the defining book. Like, a bu- like old people have read this book. Everyone's fucking read this book. This is very... The guy who wrote this, he came up with the term beat. It's, a, it's you know, it's about the beaten down, you know, to, to follow a beat, if you will. Uh, the jazz man. I don't know. Jack Kerouac, he got married a few times. He was a fucking drunk his whole life. He ended up dying uh, when he was 47 from fucking heavy-ass drinking. You know, This is such a writer, man. This guy, uh, I thought he was in the military, and I'm still confused if he was or what. It said he was a merchant marine, which is like, not a marine, but he served with the merchant marine. I don't know. He might have like, he was on some cargo ships, I think. He did that for a little bit. But still, I mean, I'm not saying it's some pussy shit. I'm just saying, like, you know, it did help define him. He's a fucking seen some shit. That's a way a writer would get drunk and write some shit down. He played a little football, played it, and then he went to Columbia. Those bohemians up in Columbia, you know. He used to hear jokes about fucking, like, uh, dangerous, like, intellectual kids at Columbia. It's like, oh, I come from this people letting the monkeys out of cages and shit. That's what that's from. The beatniks. The beatnik generation. I don't know. Did I say that word enough? Um, he was an accessory to murder in real life. He helped hide like a murder weapon. One of his friends killed a guy. Said they were self-defense. Got out of it. He married some chicks because her family said they would bail him out of jail if, if he married their ugly daughter. <laughs> That's how it happens. Garrett Hedlund. Yeah, that that movie was I. It's tough to make, man, you should, I don't know. I would have made the movie a little different. I, Jack Kerouac wrote Marlon Brando years ago. He wanted to make the movie of this book. And he goes, we'll both be in it. You'll be Marlon, I'll be me. He'll be Dean. And uh, we'll just have a camera on the dashboard. We'll just, like, film us talking. It'll be great. That also would have turned out terrible. Um, I think I could have a good take on it. Um Spontaneous prose. Can't say that enough. It's got spontaneous prose. This is a good book. I like it. 
it made me think about my life a lot. It made me realize that when I've been traveling, I've been searching for God. I know that sounds fucking pretentious, but I think I always am. <laughs> even today, even fucking on this drive up here. I'm at the Garden of the Gods, by the way. If you, if you, if you Okay, there it is. You know, if you're one of the 11 people that watch this, you get a cool, there's a great place to hike. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I think I always have been searching for God. I remember going on a, like a trip when I was in college. I was feeling like I didn't know who I was. And I wanted to go see my cousin in Arizona. And I went out there. And uh, I felt like I was looking for God. I remember at the end of the trip, I didn't find it. I remember writing in my journal. Oh, yeah, my journal. Oh, whew. that's a oh, sensitive boy. Uh, I remember writing. I'm like, I don't think I found it. I don't think I'll ever like, I don't know if I will find it. And, and it's, you know, the realization, it's in you. It's in you. But it doesn't mean you can't find it by traveling. Certainly, certainly that helps a lot. You know, it's pretty. I'm glad out here, you know. You know, I was born born in Arizona. Grew up in Michigan, and I, I don't know. I've been all over. I love Michigan. I love parts of parts of it at certain times, but glad I came out here, you know. Not saying I found myself or found God yet, but hey, I like my path. On the road. <laughs> that's good. That's, good. that's, good. that's a good one. Bohemians. You married that family's ugly daughter. They're not good, okay? I told you, I, I, I skipped over six jokes that were worse than that, okay? So this is be, you know, you're welcome for this, <laughs> that it was that bad, you know? Could have been so much worse, and I'm fulfilled.